it's Zach. Uh, it's about 12.30 in the morning on Monday, and I need to release this so you guys can listen to it in the morning or whenever you listen to it. The statistics are kind of up in the air. Um, just wanted to pop in here again real quick to let you know that this is a special episode. So it's the last of our Time Capsule series uh, with special guest Dustin Lee of Retro Supply Co., uh, I don't think we talk about any pandemic stuff that I remember, but you will hear a metric shit ton about Starbucks Fall Blend and pumpkin spice drinks. It's, um, yeah, we were in a mood, I think. So enjoy this episode and, um, you know, like and review us on iTunes. It helps a lot. Get the word out, especially as we move into more of our new format with Miranda who we love having on the show every couple weeks so uh, enjoy this episode and I love you hi welcome to creatoring a podcast where we talk to people who make stuff about how they make stuff and why they make stuff and what makes them make stuff and whether it's good stuff or bad stuff and I, I've lost uh hey Courtney hey how are you I'm <laughs> great that's Courtney kinds of thing. that's Courtney mm-hmm. and I'm Zach. Zach wait are you gonna introduce me sure how do we podcast I don't know we don't know what we're doing god we've been doing this for what you and I together like four five yeah, months four or five months and we still don't know how to introduce each other I don't know how to human, but we did get over the hurricane, so that's good. We did. We also had 51 downloads in the um, Republic of Brazil over the last month. Hey, Brazil. <laughs> What's up, Brazil? Netherlands tuning in. 58 downloads in the Netherlands. I didn't know Germany was a federal republic, but that's what Simplecast.com yeah, calls it. Or the, like the kingdom of Sweden. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> What's up, Sweden? <laughs> I like your chairs and your fish. I don't know much about New Zealand, but they're listening. There's not like 12 people that live in New Zealand, and five of them are listening today. That's pretty good, right? I feel honored. <laughs> I watched Rocco's Modern Life growing up. That's probably like the most I know about New Zealand because they're wallabies. Is that from New Zealand or Australia? Australia. I'm going to get, hey, Dylan, if I'm wrong, write me an email and let me know. One of the reasons I decided to look up Simplecast and see if anybody was listening is because we put out a call for questions last time and nobody sent us anything. So I just want to make sure you guys were still out there and you were okay and mostly looking at Dylan. You okay, buddy? All right. Godspeed. We'll talk soon. But um, today... We have another guest, someone who probably doesn't know what he's in for. I don't know what that means. It's not that bad. I've known this guy for a long time. Beth was telling me a story earlier I'd forgotten. One of the first times we met this guy, he was asking Lenny Terenzi if it was okay for him to buy an Apple Watch. It was the day the Apple Watch had been announced at Creative South. I don't think he had kids yet. He still had debt that he was working to pay off, and he felt bad about spending money for an Apple Watch. And somehow he still has held on to that humility 
after growing this empire that all designers use nowadays. I don't think people would make graphic design without this guy's tools and like add-ons and additions and assets. It's the uh, the popper, the prince of passive income, Dustin Lee. Hey, buddy. Uh, hey. <laughs> How are you? Hey, that was the best intro ever. Ever? Uh, yeah, that was freaking hilarious. I'm uh, I'm good. Do you remember that? Getting the Apple I, Watch? I definitely remember getting it. I don't remember <laughs> disputing it aloud to people, but I believe I would do that. Yeah. <laughs> but you got it, and it looked good. Do you still have an Apple Watch? I do. I got my second edition one a, little, a couple, like a year ago or something like that. But I remember when I, when I did get one, I had just met Brittany Barnhart, and uh, she kept calling me the rich asshole. <laughs> Wait, can I, can I cuss on this? Please. Yeah. Why the <laughs> fuck would you not cuss on this show? <laughs> she kept calling me the rich asshole like all night, and it was like our first time meeting, and she thought it was hilarious. It was like a bonding moment in the sense that she got to like cut me down over and over. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Do you guys not cuss on the honest designers? Um, I cuss, but I don't know if they edit it out or what happens to it. I was like, Ian's ears catch on fire every time <laughs> something comes out. I need to get him. How's that going, by the way? Is that the only podcast? How many? You got like eight podcasts going right now? <laughs> no. Okay. So Honest Designers podcast, very consistent. Mm-hmm. Passive Income versus Designers podcast is this what's the opposite of consistent passive income for designers yeah (laughs) yeah so that one had nothing new has been released in forever although i do have some content that i just got to release so i have those two there might be a third though we might be making a retro supply podcast Ooh, suzanne gonna be on there i'm sure she would be (laughs) i was just looking while we were going to make fun of our listeners one of our best episodes was one that she was on I tried really? to get her to talk about heavy metal music, and she doesn't know anything about heavy metal music. But we did it. It surprises me. She knows about so much music. <laughs> heavy metal's not one of them. Well, actually, I guess she knows mostly about Grateful Dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like she knows about 90s music that she doesn't talk about a lot, like Bush, um, Creed, things like that. She won't mention it very often. But Suzanne's a big mm-hmm. Creed fan. I think so. Courtney is. <laughs> Big Dave Matthews head over there. No. <laughs> okay, so that's something I don't get. So when I talk, me and Suzanne talk almost every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, for people listening, Suzanne is like huge part of Retro Supply. I mm-hmm. see her every day. She's a full-time employee. And she loves a Grateful Dead, but she hates Dave Matthews' band. And to me, I don't understand. Those two thoughts can't separate my mind. They're both people taking shrooms and dancing in gigantic fields while people play, you know, mediocre music. Like, I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> so in your head, a jam band is a jam band. Yeah. Is a jam well, band. I, you want to I don't know. I, mean, I, with that. <laughs> I don't feel like people are, I mean, and I'm sure people will correct me, but I don't feel like Grateful Dead is like, something for music aficionados you don't listen to it for the fine nuances between the music do you i mean don't isn't it more like a gathering um i wish i knew more about the grateful dead to talk to you about this (laughs) me too because i'm going off what i know about fish and that's what it seems like the only gathering i'm into is the gathering of the juggalos (laughs) juggalos what are juggalos the insane clown posse fans oh nice yeah they get together for a couple days once a year 
There's a lot of drugs that go around, a lot of Fanta or Jousta. What kind of drugs? What kind of drugs do Insane Clown Posse people consume? I think they do all of them. At once? Yeah. Get Daniel back on here. See if Daniel here can get on for a second and tell us. That's awesome. It makes my anxiety go up a little bit. (laughs) How is your anxiety nowadays? Um, I would say bad to very bad. Oh, yeah. Headed into Christmas. Yeah, I've been going to therapy now for like eight months. Yeah. I mean, I've been in therapy in and out for anxiety ever since I got married. I had my first panic attack right after I got married. Right. And uh, you guys can laugh at it, by the way. Hey, <laughs> so no. Courtney, get really serious. Courtney yeah. can laugh. I'm married. I get it. I'm yeah, you. it's happened with every major life event. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's better, but um, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it. I mean, seeking help. That's the first, that's the one, the biggest thing you can do. Just talking yeah. to people. Yeah. One thing I've learned, and I think it applies to most things in life is you're, you're not going to change who you are. You only learn how to manage it better Yeah. and to accept it and not punish yourself for it. Like you kind of are who you are. And the secret is not to expect that you'll be somebody else. Right. I also just realized like if no one knows who you are and this is the first episode, someone jumps onto the biggest asshole that i sounded like hey how's your anxiety going how's that treating you how are your stress levels oh my gosh yeah i remember when i, ta- I was talking when i right after i had one of my first panic attacks and i started retro supply they said what do you do and i said I, I run a business and the guy was like seems like a horrible thing that you would decide to do if you have anxiety I'm like yeah yeah probably is <laughs> but you had been doing that for a while anyway i mean even before the retro supply even before Dustin Lee designs kind of the SEO stuff you were doing, you basically ran that company, right? Which one? When you were doing the SEO website stuff. Um, I didn't do any SEO really. What were you doing? Uh, well, I worked for a, a website called pay to exist and I, yeah. I was hired as a graphic designer, but I ended up doing a lot of <laughs> online. Sense. Yeah, well, yeah, because it was very loose. When you're a small business, you guys have worked for small businesses, I think. So, mm-hmm. you know, like it, you end up doing a bunch of different stuff. It's hard to say you're a graphic designer. I mean, I did copywriting, mm-hmm. random everything. That's it? You were going to say something <laughs> else? I, the, the look on your face. Oh, I like <laughs> I like Brad Woods hat. Brad Woodard? Yeah. Who's Brad? Oh, yeah. <laughs> What did I Brad, say? Yeah, this is Brave the Brave the Woods, Brad Brad Woodard. Um, yeah, I, I love his hats. I love Brad Woodard. Been talking to him a lot. A lot of work coming out of him lately. Yes, with you, he's, with you, me, with YouTube. He's been so he's been doing a YouTube channel, trying to get YouTube off the ground, which I think is impossible. How do you get YouTube off? Like, I don't think you can create YouTube channels anymore. I know it happens sometimes, but I mean. If you want to make a YouTube jam channel successful, make compilation videos of funny moments. Like that's the only thing I can think of that's really going to get you like a lot of views or I guess like just record one of the major news networks and then put the news up before the news stations do. Yeah. That seems like the only things that actually like you can really build a base around anymore. It's like it's too late unless I don't I don't know. Yeah, I can't think of unless like you a have here. a cute kid that can open toys. Dude, I was going to mention that, but I thought it'd be too obscure. But yeah, that freaking oh, toy yeah. review guy, mm-hmm. that, that kid, he used to be on YouTube all the time. And I was like, how did they do this? This kid opens, ki- opens 
toys for a living. And it, like, I think they like said like last year, this is before he got like the target deal and stuff like that. He had made something like 20 or $30 million. Yeah. What? The kid's opening toys. That's all yeah. he does. He I don't see toys. the appeal. Yeah. Unboxing. <laughs> okay. I didn't see the appeal either. And then I, now that I have kids, they would watch it obsessively. I mean, they would watch these videos of kids. Like you think regular YouTube has a lot of views. Get a kid, give them YouTube on, on the iPad and let them explore for about 10 minutes. They will find this underground niche of right. little kids playing with toys. And it'll have like, you think like when you see something with 20 million views, oh, wow, that's really big. No, like these, these ones have like 100 million views, 200 yeah. million views because kids, each individual kid will watch it 30 times, yeah, 40 times, 50 times, over and over and over and over again. It's crazy. But- I talked to a YouTube person the other day that's like has a bunch of followers on there on the Honest Designer Show, and he was saying that they changed the algorithm so you don't see that as much. And I don't know if you see it as much as a um, father, Zach, but I don't see it as much when my kids look at YouTube. And apparently what happened was um, something happened with some sort of pedophile. I don't know what. Something with pedo ped pedophilia or something. Anyway, something They were putting time codes on the videos. To watch kids? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So that happened. So YouTube freak, freaked out. And of course, you know, YouTube, their whole thing is advertising, right? They don't care about anything except for the money from advertising. So as soon as that happened, they made the algorithm where anyone who's ever had a child on their video got penalized. So we're talking people with completely child unrelated channels. You, you have a graphic design hand lettering channel. You happen to have your son on one time. You go from making a video and having 20,000 views in the first three days to 700 views. Hmm. 200 views because they're just like, we're not touching, we're just going to penalize anyone who's ever had a child on. Yeah. Which, which kind of makes sense, but you're kind of like, you guys are one of the most powerful companies in the world. Like really, you're going to make people like have to move out of their houses because you can come up with a better way to handle this. But anyways, I don't know. No, I mean, cause at first they were demonetizing them, but then they just took them right out of the algorithm, take away their base. Now nobody can find you. So what about that toy review guy? Like, can you even find him anymore? Like, I wonder if their money just like got cut, like sliced into a fraction. There's one guy, I don't, uh, Ryan's world. Right. There's another Ryan's kind of kid. Yeah. He, um, if you search him out, you can find him, hmm. but he just got in trouble with the FTC, which is interesting. Really? Why? They weren't tagging their videos as ads. Once he started getting money from Colgate and the target money. They're supposed to start putting it as ads. So it's basically like Instagram influencers. You know how you've seen the hashtag ads or paid service or something? They weren't doing mm -hmm. that part. Right. But yeah, no, it's it's scary letting your kids on there, man. Yeah. I don't it, it. They have it on the TV where I can control and see everything they're doing. Yeah. But not on their iPads. No internet yeah. on there. Because eventually we, what would happen is they'd find retro supply stuff. And then forget how to make their own pop light actions in Photoshop and just have to use yours for 12 years. I love that transition. <laughs> it's very subtle. <laughs> um, I think most of the reason why I'm still in the creative industry is not most of the reason, probably 90% of the reason is because I happened to start on this path when retro vibes were in. And I happened to find your work around the same time. That makes sense. I got into it right around probably about a year and a half, two years into it. So when it was starting to hit maximum retro coolness. 
I was a photographer and I was like, I really want to become a designer and an illustrator. And I found a job in Georgia at a college that was looking for someone who did all three. And I was like, I used to make posters in college for bands and t-shirts and stuff. Like a lot of people own a stolen version of Photoshop. Mm. I can come into a college and do a national magazine ad run. Why not? I think I have three ad runs that are just using, oh, which action was it? I don't even think you sell it anymore. It was one that made old posters type vibes. We probably do. Most things, anything that works. It was around the time you were still selling logo templates. Yeah, those we took off. Those like eventually was like I have to draw a line at the logo templates, but um, because every logo of every food truck was made using someone that stole those. Gosh, I don't even know. I just like and like, yeah. I just I I grew to hate them. Um, <laughs> I really did. I mean, they started the business, so I kind of held on to them because of that. Because you know, the whole business started because I looked on Creative Market and there was a blog post, and a guy had made fifty thousand dollars on Creative Market. And I went and looked at his work and it was these very not, um, I don't want to say they're not good. I guess that's subjective, but I didn't think they looked very hard. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. So I thought, well, I'll try making it and see what I can do. And uh, that they did make money. So I felt this nostalgia for it, no pun intended. Um, I felt the nostalgia to keep it up. And then eventually I didn't. <laughs> Story of your life, huh? I'll kept yes. it up until I didn't. You know what's right. weird? Like, do you guys feel like this like about your lives too? I feel like if you had asked me 10 years ago, if you had told me, hey, you know Photoshop actions and Photoshop brushes and all that stuff? Yeah, you're going to end up supporting your entire family off that <laughs> and building like an 80,000 person email list and that will be your life. Uh, <laughs> For, for quite a long time. Yeah. I would have said, I hate Photoshop actions. I hate Photoshop brushes. There's no way in hell you would get me to do that. Um, you have me confused with someone else from the future. <laughs> <laughs> like I would see it and it would make my stomach get upset because I'd be like, it would just look anxiety inducing to try to make it. Right. Cause that and was then, still and- at the time where I don't know if it's gone away now. Maybe I'm just less cynical but it was like oh if you use templates if you use actions you're cheating and you're not a real Mm -hmm. designer yep yeah 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 i mean i didn't i don't know if i had a problem with with that i mean i didn't have a problem with anything i think that that um ethically made money i had more the problem (laughs) with i had more a problem with the fact that i just hated the idea of making photoshop actions (laughs) and and then i found that it was actually kind of fun when it would work and i mean now we do brushes mostly and we do a lot of brushes, mm-hmm. textures, and fonts. And I, the rule we kind of make is nothing we make should do so much of the work that the person can't say that it was all them. You know, using a brush, like no one's going to say, oh, you, well, you didn't do it because you used a brush. That's right. right. If you give people like a bunch of like clip art and stuff like that or logo templates, mm-hmm. that takes it away. So I think that's kind of where we decided that's we're not really into that. <laughs> Which is good because I use both of those. I think I still have a lot of vintage clip art floating around somewhere. I'm kind of okay with the vintage clip art, I guess. Like, I don't know. Like, I guess like... If for no other reason than just how much work you put into it. Well, there's... I have like a whole secret site that like I never advertise that has like a bunch of like retro clip art on it. Right. I think I still... I used to have credits for it. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think you were one of like the two customers that, um, <laughs> you're welcome. That use it. Tell your kids. Yeah. I said, you're welcome. I appreciate it. Same name or do you have like pseudonyms for it all does, of your options? It does have a name. Um, <laughs> you don't have to say it's just that it's different. <laughs> don't ask anymore. I'll put, I'll put a beep noise in here. Um, no, it's still up. People can find it. Uh, it still makes money. Every time a sale comes in, I'm like, wow, just goes to show you don't have to do anything and something will make money. Wow. But, but I like that in the same way that, you know, like there is good clip art. like CSA images is amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that really is not, that's art. It's, it's art. I mean, it's literally in the museum of modern art. It's great. So does any other field or industry have this same sense of cheating? It's like plagiarism in writing, quote unquote. That's what it kind of felt like for a while. I get that. You have to, yeah, everything from scratch. I was coming about it more from like a tool mindset. Like I've never met a construction worker that said he cheated when he used blueprints he got from somebody else. Mm. Well, yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, what if teachers didn't like, there's that uh, teachers, wait, something teachers, sell the teachers or some website like that. Mm -hmm. Right. So they make worksheets and sell them to each other because why make the same worksheet? Everyone's trying to teach the ABCs in the same way. Everyone's trying to get a good pencil for, for procreate. Why do you have to remake it every time? It's just silly. Or I live in like a big con- like in a big neighborhood and like all the houses look the same. And I, and I wouldn't, I would be shocked if there's not companies out there in the construction industry that for a ton of money will sell you the license to use the blueprints to like build houses that look like that. And like, they're literally selling like them on just a really big scale. Hey, mm-hmm. buy the templates to, to build our houses. There's there. They'll save you money here, there, and there. You won't have to pay this much for an architect and you can have them for $50,000. You can license mm-hmm. it to use on a neighborhood. Seems like yeah. a great deal. Why wouldn't you do that? If that How doesn't much exist, time let's you'll do save. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If that doesn't exist, we should do it. <laughs> yeah. I'm <pretty> sure it does. <laughs> we'll like throw together some really bad blueprints. Like houses will fall apart. Yeah. Like a toilet's on the wall. I'll be knocking your door in the middle of the night and being like, pack your bags, Zach. We're moving to Mexico. <laughs> yep. I know some brushes we can use to make them too. Right. I know some like tools we can use to make some fake passports. <laughs> Wait, hold on. This took a, is that what's oh. on the clip art site? You don't want to show Oh, yeah, that's, another, that's another site. I, oh, okay. I don't advertise the fake passport site either. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or the fake ID site. So many things that I don't share. That's what Suzanne's for. What? The fake passports. Oh yeah. I'm sure Von Glitzka could like help us make a passport. We should. Yeah. Maybe we should make like a fraudulent passport ring. So you've gone from <laughs> Wait, no, no you don't have any thoughts on that? I know you're always down for some white collar crime. I'm no, surprised I'm just, you just yeah, passed on that. I just didn't want to push it too much for when we actually do it. That's what I thought. I thought you're you're moving forward because you don't want people to steal our idea. We need to start at driver's licenses. I mean, work your way up to international passports. You know what I mean? True. If we could right. build like Texas passports or Texas like driver's licenses, work our way up. See, that's what I like about you. Like you're ethical. You stay humble. You start yeah. small. <laughs> Gotta stay in the background. That's where you don't get in trouble at. Right. Right. The ethical part. <laughs> you know, you can either. You can either go dig for gold or you can be the person that makes the pans they use to dig for it. Yes. I literally use that analogy all the time in passive income for designers. I I mean, what was that guy's name in California that did that? Uh, Levi Strauss or whatever. Well, that's the, is it the gene guy? 
Yeah, and that was definitely one of the guys. He's famous for jeans, but he sold all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He was telling people, you got to come out here to California. There's so much gold to be had. And then when they got there, there was a gigantic Levi's store where he sold them jeans and picks and pans and snacks. <laughs> then he was like, go out there and make your fortunes. But like little did they know that like the fortune was like made by him. Right. And he did. I mean, yeah, town's named after him. And then here mm-hmm. you come with these. Uh, I, I don't know if it was the first thing you did. I'm trying to remember which one I remember first. The Photoshop actions for 3D fonts are the business card mock-ups it was you have a good memory uh it was the 3d it was retro lift it was a 3d photoshop action it was super simple and we basically put a a a retro lens on the concept of an action that would make 3d type and uh then just a quick texture was one of the last steps yep and uh that was the first thing. That was the one that had the, the slot machine moment where the, the sales all came in one day. It was also one of the first times I got really pissed off at Photoshop because it had a choice of what texture you wanted when it finished. And more often than not, I would pick the wrong texture <laughs> and then hit Command Z because I didn't understand that actions when you did that didn't just go back to the beginning of the action. Right. It went back step by step. Yeah. So you helped me in, almost made me quit. But I, I stuck <laughs> with it. And well, now I'm here not. I am, a mediocre animator and uh, not Your animations are great. You're very much a renaissance man. You did oh, animations. Shucks. Well, you're doing animations. You're doing a podcast. What else are you doing? I mean, you do fake passports. What else do you do? <laughs> uh, fake driver's licenses, um, fake vaccination reports. Um, I'll See, do. Courtney's the, one, Courtney's the one that makes me nervous here. She's very, she's being very quiet, yeah. which makes me think that she has a lot of criminal enterprises and she's like the wise person just keeps her mouth shut. Right. I mean, I just sit in the corner and take notes on what you're saying. <laughs> I'll implement yeah. it first. You can either sit there and let people think you're dumb or you can open your mouth and confirm it. That's true. So I'm, I'm I don't think of that of Courtney at all. I'm just trying to throw out philosophical bits for Dustin to latch onto and to yeah. see where we go with it. I mean, that is a philosophy. What do you think? Wait, what's a philosophy? Uh, have you never heard, like, you can either sit there and let people think you're dumb, or you can open your mouth and confirm mm. it. Yes. <laughs> I also told my kids the other day, I was like, uh, oh, shoot. What did they say? Um, They're trying to argue with me about something. And I was like, I would get into it with you, but... uh. You, know, you never argue down to somebody. You never argue down to someone who doesn't know what they're doing because they'll just drag you to their level and beat you with experience. Okay, so I <laughs> not a great parenting like, moment. I, I ask my, you know, it's, I I ask my daughter questions about what I should do all the time, and she always has the best answers. Like sometimes I get anxious or stressed out, and I'm just like one day I'm sitting at the counter with her. She's I don't know eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or coloring or something, <laughs> and I was like, hey, like here's the situation. Uh, a lot of work to do i'm not going to get this done until late tonight i'm really stressed i'm tired people are expecting me to have this out tonight um how do i make myself feel better i feel real sad inside and i mean <laughs> she was on her sandwich like maybe like a bite and a half and she's like just stop <laughs> and i was like yeah just stop and i did and it felt great and then i talked <laughs> to like my therapist like the next week i was like that's what my daughter said he's like yeah exactly she should have an office. That's the best advice you could possibly get. Just stop. And I did. And I emailed the people and said, hey, guess what? I was in the middle of this. I talked to my daughter. She's six, five years old at the time. 
Yeah. She said I should just stop. I agree. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm stopping. And if, uh, you know, if that's enough to make someone not want to buy from me anymore, then maybe you weren't a good fit in the first place. Yep. And then he moved on to the next person who wants to buy it. Well, and everyone was cool with it, of course, yeah. you know, because who wouldn't be? It would be like if like we had a meeting or like we had a podcast today and then I told you my wife went to labor and then you sent me like, I don't know, like horse heads in the mail or something like that. It would be like, <laughs> I'm glad I wasn't on the podcast because guess what? Turns out he's a guy that when your wife's in labor, he sends you like heads of dead animals in the mail. What am I going to do with all these dead wolverines? I've got like four. I was just waiting for something to happen. You really? Yeah, like four dead wolverines just like right over there. Just waiting to cut into parts and mail to people. Mm. They're from Carolyn Sewell because I had to cancel the last two times we were supposed to record with her. Don't send them in here. I have kids. <laughs> Maybe they'll start collecting bones. I don't know if that's what I really want. <laughs> they can unbox it. And yeah. it. Oh, God, that gets some YouTube views. <laughs> Oh gosh. I remember when my, um, my grandparents inherited the, uh, lion's share of the money from my aunt who was quite wealthy and all the other relatives got mad. And, um, one of the relatives sent, sent them trash for like two years. Oh no! They're just box up trash and send them their trash to them in the mail. That was like classy. Uh, yeah. But and that's why you didn't, and that's why you didn't get anything in the inheritance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, <laughs> There it is. It's all cyclical. It's all the same thing. Just stop. It is. Just it's stop. Like you, just con- you just confirmed the whole issue. Yeah. I did learn that you can, um, you know, when you get those spam letters in the mail, like from, let's say, from your old college that you don't want to be associated anymore because of the gross, weird political things they do. They mm-hmm. put the, they put in there the self-addressed envelope with the, like, they'll pay for the postage. Mm-hmm. Do you know that the U.S. Postal Service will basically deliver anything that has a stamp or that on it? That little square that says, like, paid for? hmm And then the person that you're sending it to has to pay for it. So just, that, like, if you were ever, you know, uh, really just wanted to mess with somebody's day, say you could cut that return envelope in half, tape it to a brick... Put that in your mailbox. <laughs> that's really funny and, and that's said, really sad. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Is it sad? I guess like maybe like that's one way we can get some of our money back from the government. It's definitely a way to like hold on to bitterness and not move on with your life and try to become better. <laughs> that's <laughs> one exactly. thing it is. <laughs> like I feel like when I send in my tax payment for the year, like uh-huh. my, my federal tax my federal tax check. Yeah. Maybe I should just like get that little stamp thing and like attach it to all of like my metal junk that needs to go to the scrapyard and then like just like tape the check to it along with like the little address thing, the little stamp thing. And be like, there you go. Yeah. It could be one of the guys that just brings it in all pennies. Right. Yeah. But then you realize how much work that is and you don't want to do it anymore. I hate when people are petty like that. Speaking of pettiness, you want to hear about me being really petty? <laughs> Please. <laughs> okay um so i i know that up in the northeast you let guys me get i'm gonna put art. some like soft jazz in the background <sighs> wait why that just seems appropriate oh, okay like it's like good music for being petty <laughs> yeah seems like something you would have done like in high school yeah okay yeah. so i go into the starbucks i'm at the i don't know if you have safeways out there but they have safeways over here and they're, it's a grocery store and um they put starbucks into them mm-hmm. and i go up to them and well, you tell me who is being petty. I can't tell. And I said, I said to the people in the Starbucks, I was like, do you guys have any, uh, any like fall blends of coffee? 
that you that you saw right now. Mm-hmm. Um, when I do, you have, you have Starbucks out there, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I'm familiar. Yeah. With okay, so when I when I say, do you have any fall coffees right now? But what what would your interpretation of that be? I'm going right to pumpkin. pumpkin. Spice. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Perfect. So I say that, and they okay, and, and the and the girl looks at me like, "Can you be a little more specific by what you mean by fall?" And I was like, "Well, I said every year you guys put out unique coffees for the fall time." She's like, "You mean like, uh, can you be more specific, like Colombian, Venezuelan?" And I was like, "I was like, you know, like fall blend, like Christmas blend, like every year you guys do these. You don't you don't say, hey." Good news, Columbia time, it's fall. <laughs> you guys say fall blend. You, like you guys literally even say, like your whole marketing is around this whole thing of it's fall's back, pumpkin, pumpkin spice, right? Anyways, got into this whole thing with her. By the end of it, like I was really uncomfortable with the drink because like, I don't know. Like oh, it was like a little bit, Yeah, the cup was a little bit light. Seemed like she kind of like made the cup a little light maybe to punish me. I don't know. There's like, so, <laughs> Yes. She turned around a couple of times. I couldn't see what she was doing. So, I mean, you t- was I being petty by not letting it go? Like, was like I a dog that wouldn't let go, go of the bone? Or, like, was I just standing up for my rights? My rights. I think you were trying to clarify. <laughs> my rights. <laughs> but, but, you know, like, someone makes you feel really dumb, what, and you're like, What gets yeah. me, too, on, is guys, that fall coffee. Star- Starbucks actually has a fall blend. Yes. Like, it's not just pumpkins. They have a coffee. It's a medium roast called the fall blend. Exactly. She either didn't know or she was being snooty. Oh, she 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 knew. She knew. And I went in like two days later and there was like a fall blend on the shelf like right across the aisle from her. I so, uh, that, and this would have been petty. I so wanted to grab that and be like, I didn't. Yeah. Uh, because, uh, because I'm a 38-year-old man with kids. I'm, a, I'm an adult. I decided to let it go. As I did when we were there, you know, I could have kept going, but I was like, you know what? This is. This I feel is like this kind of stuff needs to be in the news too. Like, there's that really nice story for a couple weeks ago about a barista in New York that like learned how to sign so she could talk to her regular. So like, this is like oh. the high end of Starbucks. That's a wonderful, delightful story. Everyone cries, little hearts. And then on the other hand, there's these two guys, <laughs> you and the barista, fighting over <laughs> just the most ridiculous. <laughs> like, yeah, no, you were you were a little petty, just a yeah. little. But she was a lot petty. I think so. Yeah. On that. Yeah. <laughs> she, I, I she had like she had a shitty a bad, day. Like she was having a bad, exactly. She was having a bad day and, and, and she didn't want to like give any slack. And once I gave her a little bit of attitude about it, she was like, I'm not giving this guy like any like slack on this. So yeah, it, it was both of us. And at what did she write? Day, like busting on the cut? I mean, she like went all out and. They didn't even ask for the name. And in fact, when she Jeff. put on the counter, by the time I got over there, she turned her back. She literally turned her back on me. Oh, man! Starbucks has given up on you. Was it good? Um, I don't know. I was really nervous as I drank it, so I think that t- tainted like it was a placebo. I was nervous. I mean, if anything, she's spinning it. She didn't put arsenic in it or anything. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so all, all it's going to do is like either give you like a terrible, terrible throat virus or just boost your immune system. You know. Hey. Okay, so now this has got me curious for both of you guys. Can mm-hmm. you can you guys recall one of your most pettiest moments of the preferably of like the last year or so, something recent? Um, inviting you on the podcast after you were asking what podcast you could be on in a Slack channel. <laughs> Wait, why is that petty? <laughs> it's just like, hey, I'll get you a podcast here. Come on. <laughs> wouldn't be wouldn't petty be like if you wouldn't let me be on it and like you? Okay, most petty moment is probably something to do with my kids. 
It's usually mm-hmm. like when he complains, my son complains about me taking the Switch away for 15 minutes and then he whines about it so I don't let him play the PlayStation for the rest of the day. Does that count? I don't know. We have some, I mean, parents have similar things happen. I don't know. It's hard. That's a tough call. That's a petty. Courtney, you got one? I'm blocking them out. That's what I do. I'm going into fight or flight. I say I'm more of like a spiteful person. Is that like pettiness? That'll work. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like if you tell me to do something that I don't agree with, I'll get quiet and then kind of do the opposite (laughs) thing and then do what you're asked for. Or you'll do it, but it won't be good. Yes. Be like, oh, it wasn't my idea. Like Like a really (laughs) sloppy paper airplane. Yeah. Like example, can you give an example? Uh, um, yeah, no, those are just general. I'm not being spiteful right now. Yeah, this feels pretty spiteful. This is pretty petty. <laughs> I promise this isn't an example. She's like, the fact that you're making me show that I'm spiteful has made me very spiteful. <laughs> yeah, what about <laughs> identity and image control? <laughs> hmm. I'm supposed to be like the I asshole was... and you're the cute, lovable one. Let, let me Oh, really? Yay! I feel like I was spiteful re- to you last night, or you were to me. We play Stardew Valley on Mondays, and Ooh. sometimes I'll just... We have to share one pot of money, and sometimes I'll just buy stuff that I want without asking. <laughs> she doesn't ask That's... Beth or I. She just spends our money. I have Stardew Valley. You can play that together? Yeah, mm-hmm. dude. We Ooh. have a fourth house. We'll get you in there. Yeah, I already it's married, our guest house. I already married Penny, though. Yeah. So cool. I had no idea. Did I've been you looking have a favorite? for it. I only played it like for a half an hour the first time I got it, and then I was like, this is cool, and then I never opened it again, but not because it was bad, but just because like I didn't get the inertia going. There's so okay. much. We're kind of far along, and I feel like we're at a point where you, we could just unleash your brain onto the economy of the town <laughs> we could get you to make us all the money cast on all the chickens oh like, man this is the most efficient crop and so, yeah, so it's we'll worth investing more time in this game yeah especially Mainly if you can get for, people yeah. to play with you yeah okay how every monday to play with people so how were you being petty during the game last night i don't remember are you being petty to me it's not even <laughs> worth it we can move <laughs> you should join us she just she just did it she yeah. just did it no. did you see how she said you, do you see how she said we can move on she's like yeah, we can move on pulling Get her collar out, out. Yeah. <laughs> like well it was nice talking to you guys i'll see you later <laughs> toodaloo what did, oh you, you mentioned the video game example i'm trying to yeah right. i'd align it with passive aggression i feel like there's a lesson coming on is there a is there a pettiness lesson? Do you have a pettiness like moral to give us about passive income or graphic design? No, I really try <laughs> to avoid in my business being petty. I mean, I think I, I'll, I'll oftentimes like ban- sounds horrible, but I'll fantasize about petty things I could do. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's kind of like an Abraham Lincoln type thing, right? Like I'll fantasize about the petty thing I could do when some very negative thing happens with the customer where like maybe yeah. they call us a name or they, we saw that they've like manipulated the system and then I'll like let a day go by so I can like relax mm. and then like, we'll give them a very positive response. So I don't I, actually act and act my petty urges. I just like fantasize I mean, them. I just thought of a petty thing I did directly re- in <laughs> related to something you just said. I think I bought one of the larger packs where you gave a coupon for something. And he's like, you can use it for anything in the shop. And I was like, geez, I just gave you this much money. And um, it was like $70 or something like that. 
And then so I went and used it on a pack that was bigger than the pack I had just bought on that coupon. And I was like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I did. So, okay. Petty. So Even though does, I, huh? I was like, I know that. you. I've, like, we text and we have chatted and real, like, you know, we have eaten dinner together multiple, multiple times. And I was still mad about that. And I still Wait, did, did it to you. You did this after we were friends? Mm hmm. It was like two years ago. This what? is personal. <laughs> I guess the Stardew Valley game is off. <laughs> I, okay, so on that kind of thing, like, I don't really care very much, especially with, like, you, like you've been such a good customer. Like, I'm like, if, if like, Suzanne will, will find this stuff. She reviews the transactions. She looks for things. Anytime there's the slightest, wow. not even a red flag, just a slight little orange flag that pops up somewhere she's on it you know she's watching she's looking through the whole history of the customer what they did where where they live where their social media accounts are what they've done how they talk right she investigates i don't particularly care and especially with like except for she wouldn't do that to you and i don't know i'd be like it, it, it's that this guy's like supported us since the beginning i'm like we see him everywhere he's like are like one of our best buddies right don't care but um it's the way i look at it anyways is someone just gave us 70 dollars and what we're selling, once it's made, doesn't cost us money. So if someone is going to go use that code and we happen to not protect the code where they can't use it to get something more expensive, okay, they get to feel like they won. They <laughs> get to feel like they like got a, like a little hack around the system. And I feel like, okay, well, maybe that was a hack, but you still gave me $70. <laughs> Damn it. But I feel like it's a win-win, right? Because like you got like more than like- Here comes a Wolverine you, head. You technically should have, and yeah. And and I and I my business continues on and I can live so good. <laughs> um, I think that reminds me of another question I was thinking about asking you. I think Courtney or Nikki Litz actually mentioned this, but um, love Nikki Litz. Yeah, she's love great. Courtney too. But I would just she's oh, not here, so I thought I'd acknowledge her. She is. I, yeah, she's really funny for someone who doesn't like to have fun. She is. She could be a comic. Uh, don't tell. She gets mad every time I tell her that. Um, that sounds such, like such a comic thing to do. I know. It's wonderful. Um, but that kind of feels like the difference between happiness and success. Like where you choose to find that from. Like I think a lot of people get tied up in like, if this doesn't work out, if this doesn't succeed, then they allow their happiness to like suffer from that. And not like we've talked about it before, Courtney, on the show. Maybe you can help me remember it, but not like the happy go lucky all the time. There's rainbows and sunshine, but like the happiness that you choose so that mm -hmm. you can actually move forward and live your life. It sounds like you're choosing to find success, even when people try to fuck you over with little cuts and nicks and stuff like that. Like I, I sell stuff online. I, I've done some passive income stuff. And anytime you put anything online, someone will steal it. <laughs> I have two yeah. font. I have two fonts. I've seen both of them in places where people haven't paid for them. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, everything that we sell, I'm quite sure, is available somewhere online for free download. One of the most... <laughs> uh, it, it pisses you off a little bit, but one of the most flattering things is to see something you made ripped off. And not just stolen, but like somebody tried to copy it. <clears throat> I won't. Okay, you guys can go do some detective work if you want to, but 
one of my two fonts on Creative Market. There is another font that's called the exact same thing. I know exactly what you're talking about. And it looks and the same. The, initial, the initials are SSS, right? <laughs> yes. And mm -hmm. I've messaged the person that made it, and I was like, hey, can you just change the name of it? I know fonts look the same, but you've got the same vibe going. You, it looks exactly like what I made, and they won't do it. I know the person I think you're talking about. And I can't. I think I've, I think I've actually even talked to them, and I've, and I've noticed that. And they're quite, they're a big seller. It's not like they're small. Uh, no, yeah. Uh-uh, they're a big seller. Yeah. A successful person stole from you and made profit off of you. Mm -hmm. But I still, yeah. you know, it still helps. But you got to find, because that font hasn't stopped selling since the other one came out. Find that success, you know, find the happiness where you want to and just accept the success you have without worrying about the other stuff. But that's really fucking hard. How do you get to that point? You know, I never was really bothered by um, illegal downloads. It never That never bothered me. But, I mean, bigger than that, because I joked about it at the beginning, but there's still the humility part of your, of who you are. Like, yeah, Brittany made the joke about Mr. Rich Guy and in all of your classes, you talk about paying off your debt and you're not afraid to tell people the success you have. But outside of that, you don't showboat it and make a point of it to people who don't know you or really don't care. And that's impressive to me. And Courtney's nodding, so probably to yeah, her too. Well, you know, the thing, the thing is, um, I'm, I'm not rich. So when she calls me a rich right. asshole, first of all, um, I don't really, I concur with the asshole part, but I'm not rich and, but. But you are like, successful. I don't know. I guess, I guess it's <laughs> to how you define successful. I would say six for me as a married, as a married father, successful is being able to take care of my kids without having debt. Okay. <laughs> and so in that, in that small niche, you are successful. In that definition, yeah. I'm, doing okay if you don't count my mortgage, I have a mortgage. <laughs> right yeah but i mean i think the thing is like when I, I i always feel very douchey when i mention numbers and i mention numbers constantly like anytime i go to a conference and i'm doing a talk anytime you can go find it on the passive income designer site i'll always mention it and the reason goes back to before i had um any of this stuff when i worked for past uh, worked for paid to exist it just through learning from jonathan i realized People are very, very smart, obviously. And unless you prove to them things, mm -hmm. they will not be convinced. And nothing convinces people more than when you can show them a screenshot of money going to your account. I remember way before I ever started my business, there was a guy named Shoe Money. I think he's still online. And he was making money back in the day when you can make a ton of money off of like paid ads or paid ads on your site or Google AdWords. And he had a check and he was holding it in front of a screen and it was from Google for like $112,000 or something like that for a single month. And that just, it stops you in your tracks. I mean, you have, you're compelled to read more. You're compelled to like investigate further to realize, see if it's BS or not. And I think that's like, I realized real quick, man, you, you talk about this or you talk about the fact that you were an alcoholic, it stops people in their tracks because it's like so real and shocking that they'll listen and you can hopefully pull them in a little more. So I definitely don't do it to be like, oh, look how good I'm doing. Because I'm really living a very like normal life. We don't have a fancy car in the driveway. We, we bought a used car and, you know, they used a SUV. 
I mean, we don't live in a gigantic house. We don't live in a fancy neighborhood. We, it's just like a businesses make money. So that, and it sounds like a lot, but it's just a business. Like but, a landscaping company can make like 500,000, a million dollars a year. Like, but we don't think of landscapers as lifestyles of the rich and famous. Mm-hmm. I see what you're saying though, is like, it's a measurable item. You have to have some kind of social proof to people. Yeah, like if you can get like a famous person to endorse you. Or <laughs> a couple Apple Watches. A couple Apple Watches, yeah. Um, I mean, that was back when Apple Watches were not like everyone had one. So like, yeah, maybe back then, yeah. like, look, I got an Apple Watch. Something's happening yeah. right here. See? <laughs> you think I just got this like for free? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Tim, yeah, Apple think, gave it to me. Oh my gosh, that'd be so cool. <laughs> Tim Apple. <laughs> Sign Tim Apple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah things but, are getting crazy they're coming out with mario kart on the iphone i mean what what is that i don't know what's happening <laughs> i mean yeah. doesn't the whole mario kart like um economy fall apart when you put it onto the iphone for free yeah am i gonna have to pay for shy guy that's fine i'll pay for shy guy but do i have to pay for the motorcycle too because that's a bridge too far this far sir no further that's it and are we going to have like these people that have just used their wealth to buy Mario Kart, like super pumped up Mario Kart cards? Are they going to be popping up into like our Wii systems and stuff like that? And, and with their Mario Kart stuff, that's all souped up and they didn't put in the work. They just use like their wealth to like get these fancy Mario cards. I mean, you know what I'm saying? What is it coming mm-hmm. to? Trickle down video games, trickle yeah. down mobile economy. It's just, it's bleeding into video games. I mean, next thing you know, like, well, you remember like with World of Warcraft, remember like when you used to be able to, and you, maybe you still can, there was this whole dark economy of World of Warcraft where like you could buy, people would like level something up to level 80 for you in like three days and sell it to you for like $80. And you could have this guy that you didn't even know how to use because you didn't build him, but like he was a level 80. Yeah, I think people still do that. But now it's called Bitcoins. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Like there, a guy came into the bank and like he was making all this money. I used to work at a bank and a guy came and made deposit. He, was, he made so much money. This guy was like a millionaire. Like, so what do you do? He's like, oh, well, I used to play Warcraft. And then, like, I realized we could, like, sell upgrades to Warcraft. And then I basically had all my friends, like, move into my house. I gave them all, like, places, couches to sleep on and stuff. And now, like, they're just there 24-7. I provide them with essentially Red Bull and, uh, you know, all the Taco Bell they can eat. And they just, like, level up work. He, like, just had, like, a Warcraft um, bullpen where people were just, like, making them. And he was just selling Warcraft stuff. I mean, the guy, like, he bought his dad, like, a Harley Davidson for his <laughs> birthday. It was crazy. A lot of money to be made in Warcraft. And they just reset it. They just, re- they were like, hey, you like World of Warcraft. Don't you remember when we put it out 20 years ago? Now you can play it before the expansions again. Here's more money. But I can't I say you, much. That was one of the last times I remember being happy. <laughs> in, my, in, my, in my basement in downtown Vancouver, drinking a beer, Play playing Warcraft. Warcraft. And I remember I'd seen it on... Um, uh, South Park when they're rubbing the um, stuff on their wrist because their wrist hurts so bad because they won't stop playing Warcraft. And I thought to myself, I want to be like that. And I did get like that. It got to the point where my where my like tendons hurt so bad I had to like use pain relievers. Ugh, it, you achieved success. I did. And I, you know, I really, it was a really good time. I look back with fond memories. Courtney's a really big South Park fan. Yeah, nice. I don't remember that one though. I need to go back. She's really that one's classic. I know. You watch it. That was right around the bear, around the uh, bear man pig. 
<laughs> yeah. Al Gore. Even the, you know, did you know they apologized for that? No. Really? Yeah. Did they offend him? Matt and Trey don't apologize much. No, they were just apologizing for making fun of like the idea of global warming and climate change. Oh. As if what? it's an idea and not. Right. But I mean, back then, everyone was just like. We yeah. Were, we were okay. all so dumb tw- 20 years ago. Speaking of. Well, which, I, was, um, I don't know if Court, Courtney will remember this, but you remember the movie Face Off? Where they switch faces? Mm-hmm. Do you know that that came out 23 years ago? <laughs> <laughs> this has been a fun episode of Creatoring, guys. Thanks for joining us. Justin, um, do you got anything going on? Anything you want to share coming up? Wait, is this the end? Yeah, this is it, man. Oh, man, this was so fun. I, I thought we were just getting started. We'll do it again, brother. <laughs> um, well, I have Retro Supply. If you haven't checked out Retro Supply and your designer, it's fun to go look at. We have a bunch of free stuff you can get there. It's at retrosupply.co. Uh, if you want a coupon code, just mention, uh, mention the podcast and send us an email and we'll give you a coupon code and, um, have a site called passive income for designers.com where teach you how to make a side hustle. I know that makes some people cringe and their anuses tighten up, <laughs> but, uh, it, the site does teach you about how to make a, a side hustle with a, a five day free course. Uh, you can check me out on the honest designer show, which is, um, with me, Ian Barnard, Lisa Glanz and Tom Ross from design cuts a good and, uh, show and i don't listen I, to a lot of other design shows that's a good one. Oh man well i will tell them they will appreciate that um and uh I, I love you guys i love you both i've known you both forever i would marry you both if i wasn't already married and you guys weren't so far away polygamy um cult. but only only if i could marry you together and you guys would share your winnings from um star or whatever the hell it's star called. yeah sorry i'm sure i guess i'd be on board with this join our commune I guess I'd be marrying you guys for your money, but uh, still I would in a heart, in a heartbeat. Well, love if, you too, if you guys man. would have me appreciate you too. Love you too, man. You're good. Mm-hmm. Good dude. I, I really wouldn't have a career without your half-assed actions and really good brushes. It, it gave you somewhere. I mean, it could, they couldn't have been perfect because you need somewhere to, to strive for. So they were just the launch. Oh, here's plan. another philosophy. This one's from a cartoon, uh, Steven universe. His dad says, uh, if every pork chop was perfect, we wouldn't have hot dogs. <laughs> Dude, you should make a book about this. Yeah, philosophy from cartoons. Well, Dustin, thank you for coming on. Um, Courtney, uh, you got anything going on? Anything coming up? Just being me. That's the best we can all wish for. Um... She, you know, Courtney, she really brings a, a desperately needed calmness and sanity to this entire thing. <laughs> a, a, a drive that was needed. Yes. You guys are very much a yin and yang, the snake eating its own tail type thing is happening. <laughs> it's beautiful. It works. It works. It does. I was telling somebody about the show the other day and then I was like, it's Courtney's show. I don't even know. It's great that she lets me do it still. Um. <laughs> You know what's funny is I don't know if this is how it is for you, but on my screen, Courtney is gigantic and me and you are small. Yeah, that's exactly how it's supposed to be. It's her show, man. We're just yeah. on it. As it should be. Yeah. Um, yeah, is can... there anything you want to plug, Zach? Nope. <laughs> okay, so we just edit that out. Nope, this is it. Don't find, right. me, don't find me on Twitter. 
Um, don't look for me on Instagram, but the show is uh, at Creatoring on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, our theme song was Everything Went Quiet and I Was Eight Again by Cat Beats. You can find more about them on catbeats.life. <laughs> and what's going on right now? <laughs> the credits. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> and as we say every week, we, we don't, don't know, know what we're what doing. We're doing. Goodbye. 